What's up, Vankas? Hello, Vankas. How's everybody doing? Yeah, what the fuck is going on with you fucks, huh? Hey, you know what? We spend so much time talking about us. What's going on with you? Huh? Yeah. Well, can't really answer us. You can, e- you can email us, I guess. TRFpod at Gmail. Just tell us what's up. Yeah, tell, what's, tell us what's up. Did you, here's the question. Did you fucking watch season... Did you rewatch episodes one through five of season two with our fucking amazing recap episode? Because we're uh, giving you a part two right now. Yeah, yeah. Did you do your fucking homework? Because yeah. did you understand <laughs> the assignment? <laughs> we actually didn't tell them. We actually didn't tell them to watch. We were like, we're recapping it. We we're just doing it. And, yeah, but you uh, know what? We... But you know what? It's like we don't. They shouldn't have to be fucking told what to do. Okay. Right. It's like right. the 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 ones who the, the when cream rises, it's the ones who do the things that no one. Asked. Carlos Science wasn't told to go to move to London and to go to the McLaren office right. every day. He right. wasn't told to do that. But you know what? He fucking did it anyway. Right. And that's what sets him apart. From the other people, okay? That's right. what sets him apart from the Daniel Ricardos of the world. We have a really smart audience, so hopefully they did their homework and they watched the entire season again. Yeah. Um. Okay, so right. let's yeah, second, get into it. Yeah, second half of the season, what, what, was, uh, what was your overall impression? I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it kind of it kind of ended with a want want, you know. I guess I mm-hmm. guess my sort of. I think at the end of the day, the actual twenty twenty one season has sort of ruined me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 a hot dog down a hallway now. You know what I mean? With drama, mm-hmm. I can't. Nothing can touch it. After that, where can you even go from there? And right, I'm sort totally. of, and now I'm just sort of watching these dramas that are, these <laughs> midfield dramas. Yeah. You know, Toro. I mean, it's good, but I just know what's coming, and I'm, I'm like, this is, this is nothing. This I is mean, at the end of the significant. At the end of the season, like one of the last things that we see is Lewis Hamilton being like, you know, like this has been my hardest year. Like this has been one of our <laughs> hardest it, years. He wrote that down. And I'm like, oh my god, like. He and Valtteri finished one two this year. <laughs> like yeah. they finished one two in twenty nineteen, and he had like four hundred points. Valtteri had like three hundred points, and the closest then Max it was in the two hundreds. Like yeah. he almost doubled Max's points, and he was like, "It's one of our hottest years." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> no idea what's know. coming. You have no idea <laughs> what's going on. And then at the end of the season, Christian's like, "Twenty twenty is going to be the most exciting." year in formula yeah. one history i was like christian you just you're off by one year but you're close yeah. just give <laughs> you're it close, one more you're close, you're, close. <laughs> you're, you're just getting a little ahead of yourself but but i you know i enjoyed it and i enjoyed you know it's like still the same sort of and it was good for me to like because i know more to rewatch and uh-huh. to be reminded of things and there's certain things that were edifying to me because I now that I've I have a greater base knowledge to I notice like because when you're watching it the first time you're just the whole everything's new and you're kind of taking everything in and now I could appreciate the smaller things mm-hmm. and that was nice right um so let's start with I'll, I'll, let's get into episode six my yeah. episode title was run Albon run 
And uh-huh. because because it's now it's like okay Pierre's gone because you know it's interesting in the first season you meet Pierre and he's like this it's a, they give him the same treatment he's like whole everything's right. ahead of him yeah everything's going well he's playing as himself in the video game it's he's happy and now he's being sent down and we meet Albon mm-hmm. and well first we have that prologue of Pierre like he's like. He's like in Rocky Four, like working out like a psycho, yeah. Like, with, like with the thing on his neck, and mm-hmm. then we meet Albon, who is just looks like the nicest, most sympathetic. He couldn't be more sympathetic. Right. He's sweet, raised by a single mother, uh, th- three sisters and a brother, just depending on him to exceed succeed. Huh. Mm-hmm. First, they're like, Alex is the man of the house. And I'm like, yeah, right, because his dad's not around. But then you realize that his mother went to prison in like his most <laughs> formative years. Yeah. When he was 15, it was like, it was like literally. And then, and then he Toro, and then the Red Bull Junior program dropped him because obviously he wasn't performing that well when his mother was sent to prison. Right, right. And, and then he like clawed his way back. And he's living in this tiny house with his whole family. It's like he couldn't be more sympathetic, and and you're yeah. just like, he also oh. doesn't like doesn't doesn't come from you know like, like they show his house, and it's like oh this is like not particularly nice. Thank you, thank you, and all these fucking Lance Stroll defenders. Whenever we go after Lance Stroll, they're like <laughs> everybody comes from money, and it's like no, they fucking don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, they fucking don't. Okay. They don't. They don't. Alex, Alex. Okay. Some people have their daddies come in and buy them a seat. Other people, like Alex Albon, have to become the daddies of their family at fucking yes. 15. <laughs> yeah. And will their way into a sport because their whole fucking family is depending on them. Yeah. So stop it with the well. Everybody's rich in Formula One. That is fucking disrespectful to someone like Alex Albon, who had to crawl his way into F1 with his mother in prison, and 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 to be the head of his, to be the oldest child, with no mm-hmm. father. It's disrespectful to people like Albon. It's disrespectful to people like Ocon. It's disrespectful, like for people like Raikkonen, Vettel. Um, Giovinazzi, Giovinazzi, who have had to leave their home and sacrifice everything. Lewis, Um, (laughs) fucking Lewis, fucking the best one. But you know, so it's fucking like you're disrespecting all these guys to -hmm. defend Lance Stroll. Why? Why? So I saw that and I was like. Fuck everybody that says everybody. It's so dis. It's like not true. Yeah, a lot of true. them have. It's yeah, not it's like true. We're, we're not we're not blind to the fact that like a lot of them do. And but there's like this this like ah oh, come on yeah you're bringing oh you're bringing that up you're bringing that up again. It's like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I loved and I loved when Alex Albon was talking about his opportunity. He goes, I wrote this down. He goes. You know, you never know when the next big talent comes in or someone with money. 
Yeah, he like, goes, or the next rich person to come. Or the next the rich person. So he made a distinction. Either someone with talent is going to knock him yeah. off or someone with money. But it's never, in his mind, the same person. Right, right, right. Sh- Charlotte Claire didn't come from money. I mean, it's just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, gained a lot of respect for him. Um, even though he seems, like, too nice and too soft, like, you, you obviously there's something. Right. Obviously to go through everything he went through and to mm-hmm. s- still be there there's got to be some he, inner there definitely is i i do wonder it's like he and george russell feel like they are you know the most similar in terms of like affect um but russell does feel like more of a killer than albon and Albon just does feel like more of like he's afraid to, you know, piss someone off. You you see it like a little bit later in the Russell episode when he's at Williams and it's just like not going well. And he's like he like takes that space and he's just like this is like this is horrible and something has to change. Like this isn't right. This like the, you know he he's he has that kind of like sweet just dis- you know disposition but then also can he went too far with it he went to there was a there when 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 the williams episode we'll get to it later but yeah. there was the williams episode where they're in the debrief and he's like this is unacceptable it's horrible we should be pulling our fingernails out he goes i was driving around like i felt like a goddamn rookie and i was like yeah you you, 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 you are, are a rookie, rookie. <laughs> <laughs> i was like george this yeah. is insane that you're saying i feel like a rookie you this is your first right. year in formula one Anyway, right. the, but that was baller. Um, I think it was the same thing with Ocon. Um, sometimes when it's interesting, like you think the guys who come from nothing will have the most drive, mm-hmm. but sometimes, sometimes if like with Ocon, I heard him interviewed and he 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 was saying, you know, his goal was just to get there right. and make money and just t- set everybody up and be right. And so, and it seemed and I and and I remember. When he was interviewed on Beyond the Grid, he was saying, when I got there, you know, when I got there, I was like, I did it. Fuck. I can, I'm making money. I can pay off the debts and I can just right. breathe. Right. And everything right, right. else after that is just kind of gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that's the case with Albon, where he's like, I made it. I can pay off whatever debts I have. I can set my parent my family up in a mm-hmm. in a in a place and like everything i do after the, and even if i get knocked out of f1 i can you know there's other th- places i can make a living do you know what i'm saying right like right. he can make a living as a test driver he can make a living as formula e you know it's mm-hmm. not his you know he's thinking more realistically yeah 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 um that could be the case um but who knows? But I was when I heard Ocon interviewed, I was thought, ah, that's interesting. You know, maybe right. he's just so maniacally focused on getting there, and once he's there, he's like, "All right, I'm good." Right, I'm good. Um, yeah, there's um in this episode, there's a couple. There's one moment in the in the very beginning that's it's <laughs> when they go to it's like they go there's like a Tibetan monk there but they're like in los angeles but he's like in like there's a monk who like wants to like take a are they in la Alvon. i think they're in i thought they're I in england so. or they're maybe they're in london they're somewhere like 
They're they're not in the they're not in Tibet or Th- or Thailand right. or wherever it is. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're not in Southeast Asia. They're like in you know the Western world and uh, and there's the the monk is like you know like ah oh, like hold on I gotta got grab a <laughs> selfie with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like <laughs> wow, <laughs> love that. Also, I think there's there's a couple great moments of uh, when Albon's discussing you know uh, that they all know each other like all these guys you know like leclerc verstappen pierre like they're they're kind of profiling it as like i you know albon's like i know pierre like you know like i grew up racing against pierre yes and um but you see all these like old photographs of them and there's one where albon's kind of like looked the same his whole life like you look at pictures of him when he's a kid and it's like oh like that's basically like you know it's like when you're in sixth grade and and you you're already like six feet tall. That's kind of yeah. like Albon's vibe. And there's there's there is one thing of when they're like thirteen and it's him, and is he's in a picture with Max. And Max is not. That's not the vibe. Max <laughs> is like so short. He's got a chubby. His face is all fat. He's got yeah. a chubby little face. And I was like, oh my god, that was. It's just an incredible, incredible photograph. Knowing the the killer that he is today. Um, Puberty see, is like... a hell of a drug. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and they also set this. They, you know, they 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 discuss this. Uh, the, all of their connections with each other because this is also the episode where they um, discuss and show and 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 profile Antoine Hubert's uh, death. And um, you kind of, it's it's this kind of. You know, obviously for his family and everyone that was close to him, it's, you know, this horrible tragedy. And, and in terms of, like, the drivers, the person who seems to be, you know, most affected, it, you know, like Leclerc and – but also Pierre. And for th- – that is the first week that, like, Pierre is been demoted to back to Toro Rosso. Yeah, it's a tough week for him. And he's it's at Spa and on that weekend his best friend dies. It's just like absolutely brutal. I mean like when it rains it fucking pours. Yeah. And you know and then in the actual race um I think Albon winds up like passing Gasly and yeah, it's just a uh brutal thing and you know is that i mean there's this whole episode is brutal i mean it, it starts i mean in before the race it shows uh they're they're explaining to albon how they're gonna photoshop pierre out of the out of the photo and they replace uh-huh. him oh my god right. and they right. and, and then the guy the the photographer is like so we're, we're gonna stand here and we're gonna just get rid of this subject they called <laughs> pierre the subject <laughs> yeah like another yeah. human being who albon knows and albon's like, right like clearly uncomfortable he's like uh-huh uh, okay and yeah like, you yeah, know yeah, they, they yeah. have to do this shit it's just bullshit they don't and that was brutal but what was so brutal was christian horner's like put it's albon's first race since in as red it's also albon's yeah. you know hubert you know this guy they both know and have come up with has died yeah um it it's horrible for Pierre, who's clearly friends with him, close right. with him. Um, uh, the mother, th- th- they're interviewing the mother like on track when Hubert crashes. It was this mm-hmm. crazy moment. And they go, it was Antoine. It was Antoine. They're like first name 
and yeah. and she's like, "Oh, uh, Alex is friends with him." And so you know Alex knows him, maybe probably not as right. well as right. uh, Pierre, but Pierre, you know, it's 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 Albon's first race, and <laughs> right. Albon is like Christian goes the you know goes over, puts his arm around and goes, you know, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, and Albon is says, um, you know, it was really hard to sleep last night. You know, making like a little right. having so much trouble, like making subtext. Like I'm making some, ex- I'm gonna make some excuses in right. advance right, for right, this right. thing. And yeah. then and then Christian goes, yeah, you know, he was doing what he loved. You know, he's doing what he loved. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, okay, so yeah. And right, then, right. and then that was that was okay. That was okay. But then he hits him with the fucking killer blow. Then he says to Albon, "You know, he would have given his right arm to be in your position." And I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" <laughs> I know. Oh my god, that is a brutal thing to say to somebody. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, I wrote down. I wrote down. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, right, right, right. Do your fucking job. Like, get right. over it. Right. I that, I wrote down. Um, I wrote down Christian being like, yeah, 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 but don't fuck this up though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I could like he's excuses, excuses, no excuses. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't he's give also a like, shit he's that like, this he's guy like, he's died. Also when, Albon, when Albon's like, you know, I didn't sleep much last night, Christian's like, yeah, none of us did. None of us have really been sleeping. <laughs> he's just kind of like, mm, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. None of these things are going to land on me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You're still here to do a job. You're still yeah. here to do the job. And you're still going to send it, okay? Yeah. You're still going to send it. <laughs> it was so brutal. Yeah, 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 it was so brutal. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and, and and we're kind of like setting up, you know, like this episode uh, <laughs> is just setting up Albon for his eventual. Like this is you know Act One of Albon into you know the the beginnings of the fall later. Well, he doesn't actually <laughs> fall this season. It's like a slow he doesn't fall death. this season, but you know we're seeing the beginning of the slow. <laughs> we're seeing the beginning of it. Um, um, but. I mean, but he does. He actually does pretty well this race. Uh-huh. He goes from he takes an engine penalty, goes from last to fifth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I also uh, thought those. Yeah, I mean he, th- that's kind of the vibe. This episode also does it, it. We do get to do little interviews with Helmut Marco in this. In this. Uh, yeah, I was like, one. oh, he he speaks. He speaks. He also says in it, um, you know, at the Red Bull, we try to give young people a chance. <laughs> you know, it's part of the One philosophy. Of, we start to give them. It's part of the philosophy of Red Bull that we try to give young people a chance. It's like, yeah, you give them a chance to like have regrets for their entire life. Yes. <laughs> you give them a chance to be like, okay, either you'll be completely traumatized, <laughs> and this will fuck up your psyche forever you know working with this team or um no you either know, you'll maybe. be max verstappen or you're yeah. nothing or you're yeah. fucking in the garbage disposal <laughs> um yeah. so yeah made you love alex albon made you feel sorry for pierre um 
and the Hubert thing was obviously tragic and reminds right. you because the thing is it's like it's la da 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 la da 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 and then boom you know something right. like that happens and it just reminds you like oh this is fun in games until something like that happens totally. um all right episode seven yes my title <laughs> for this is Vettel says get off my lawn <laughs> Um, yeah, I, my, uh, my title for this is, um, you're more into your senorita stuff. <laughs> what is that senorita stuff? Okay. It's, it's Vettel talking with, with Leclerc no, I know, about, no, but what is he referring to? I understand what, I don't know, like pop music. Yeah. You're like, your sen- I don't even know what senorita stuff is. It's like, neither does Sebastian Vettel. It's just like <laughs> when my mom hears like rap music and she's like, ah, you know, it's all you're more into the, the motherfucker this and motherfucker yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> and your yeah. bitches and your hoes. But, um, yeah, yeah. but, um, yeah, that was an amazing prologue. Just an amazing scene. And sort of speaks to the um how F one teammates just have the potential to be like an amazing buddy cop movie always. Uh-huh. If you yeah. get the right pairing. And right. this was a great pairing. This had the yeah. potential to be a great pairing, but it did not last. I mean, uh, it was a great pairing also like for the season in terms of drama. Yes. I mean it, was. it had it, it was it was ripe with it was ripe with fucking drama. So, as you know, slutty little viewers like us, it was a fucking little gold mine. Well, it 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 it, it um, well, it starts out with them with uh, them like it's a classic movie moment where like these guys can't agree on the radio, they can't agree on anything. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, that's right. That's right. why. That's how they. That's how they. 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 They establish that these guys in a movie. Right. What happens in a in a movie that have that's about a, a complicated relationship is in the beginning they can't agree on a radio station, and at the end they're singing Celine Dion together. Right. And right. see what happened in this movie is they can't agree on the radio station, and they never fucking agree. <laughs> <laughs> they they disagree to the end. But well, I, I have to say that th- that Vettel Vettel's music taste Vettel's like almost he's cosplaying as like someone older than himself <laughs> he's not that old he's not that old he's literally younger than my sister i've dated people older than him <laughs> <laughs> he was like i like the 80s i like the 80s yeah he's like he's like i like rock you know classic rock i like the 80s yeah like it's like you know like you were in you don't remember the 80s because <laughs> you're born you know, in 87 he was, he was he was 32 or he was like our age when they filmed this, right? And yeah. he's like a couple years older than we are. He, <laughs> he, but he's like he likes to be the crotch. But he is the crotchety old man of F one. At thirty, that's like eighty in right F one years. So, mm-hmm. and he's like, I like the eighties. I like classic rock. I like this. I like that. And then mm-hmm. Leclerc, he just says, just he goes, I was born in ninety seven. Which just ends the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a way to just end a conversation with an older person. I was right, right, right. Yeah. That's just a mic drop to anybody older than 30. Right, right, right. I was born in 97. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like when you're uh, watching, as you get older, like, and, you, and you're watching, if you're, you know, you're a sports fan, you start, you're, you're watching the newest, you know, guys coming up in whatever league you're watching, 
and you realize, oh my god, like when was this person fucking born? <laughs> this guy was born in two thousand and one. Holy I mean, shit! I mean, in, NBA superstars are born in two thousand, like after two thousand now, and it's just like yeah. that is, uh, you know, exactly. it's upsetting. Yeah, they have um, no idea. They were they were nowhere when nine eleven happened. Nowhere. Right. Right. Um. But uh, so then it establishes uh, Vettel chasing that Ferrari dragon, you know, wanting uh-huh. to be like Michael yes. Schumacher. Yeah, really yes, yes, sets yes. up. You know, he won four championships with Red Bull, but fuck those, right? He needs right. to win one with <laughs> those. Don't matter. Yeah, he needs yeah, to yeah, win yeah. one with Ferrari because if you win with Ferrari, those just count more apparently in your right. stats. <laughs> and it was crazy. They keep saying. In the interviews, like keeping the myth alive, keeping the legend, yes. the legend and the myth. And I'm like, even they know that it's bullshit. I wrote that down. I, it was like, it was like, you know, we have to win because that's what keeps the myth alive. I'm like, that's right. It's a myth. It's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bigfoot. We all believe that it exists. Yes. But have you ever seen it? And I also, I also everyone who's watching I, this will be like, yeah, we've seen it. Like, they did win all these championships. You guys just joined at the uh, the time where they were fucking losing. But at the same time, have you ever really seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Schumacher, I'm going to say it right here. Michael Schumacher is like the moon landing. Did it really happen? <laughs> uh, well, he happened. It's like he happened. and 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 as we established in our last episode... Um, you know, Lauda happened, but you know, Ferrari. <laughs> Alonso tried. Alonso tried. Vettel tried. They couldn't make. They couldn't get it done. They couldn't yeah. fucking get it done. Um, and by the way, they had a, they cheated this year. They did cheat this year, and they, they, and, and I did look at yeah, in twenty twenty they finished sixth. <laughs> I think Vettel got like thirty three points in twenty twenty. Vettel got like thirty three points. In for in a Ferrari in 2020, I mean that is just insane. Yeah, it's brutal. It's because um, they didn't yeah, cheat. And, um, you know, like Vettel's coming in and he's like he's top dog, but then there's a, this fucking. I mean, it's just another example of like Charles Leclerc just being like ridiculous looking. Just, uh, I mean, just un unbelievable. Um, but it's also foreshadowing. It's also there's this black swan. It's what's really interesting watching this, knowing the future, because because I'm sorry to cut you off about talking about how yeah, Charles yeah. Leclerc is hot. I feel like we've covered it before. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but you know, I forgot this. I wrote down. You know, they have the conversation about. I think it's Bonotto or someone says mm-hmm. Char- uh, Charles is number two, Seb is number one. Like they right. set up right, 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 that right. That's the order. Yeah. But we also know that that doesn't actually matter. That's right. just something they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? It's black. It's a black swan. It's like if the new guy comes in and is better, then they're better. And, yeah. you know, Charles kills Vettel and eats Vettel. And, you know, now Carlos is coming in and the same thing might be happening eventually right. there. So it's just right, kind right, of right. the way it is. Yeah. And um, and it's crazy to see because Carlo, uh, Charles Vettel, we see Vettel str- struggling and and Charles coming in and winning two fucking races this year. I forgot that he won two races. I mean, him winning fucking Monza is 
is legendary. I mean, winning the Italian Grand Prix in the fucking Ferrari is like it's unreal. It's a and, it's a huge deal. And yeah, and he bumped. He did a full Max Verstappen on somebody to win it. Uh-huh. Who did he just completely <laughs> run off the road like a fucking psycho? It, he pushed. Uh, he pushes Hamilton off the road. Yes, 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 he, yes. <laughs> I wrote. That's yeah, it. Leclerc pushes Hamilton Verstappen vibes. <laughs> I wrote. I said. I wrote Leclerc Max Verstappening Hamilton. <laughs> and yeah, then he wins, exactly. and he's speaking fucking Italian. I'm like, this guy's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also said that uh, Leclerc, when he was being interviewed, he said that it was the best day of his life, which ob- obviously now would have an addendum from when he got lunch with me. <laughs> that, would be, you know, that, that was the best day of his life but you know there's been new things that have happened you know it was interesting watching this because it's just like this is like uh, you know you're, you're getting an understanding of like the reach of the ferrari you know machine i'm like there's no way i, I was just like there's no way that someone from ferrari like didn't know about like us talking about the Leclerc lunch. <laughs> I'm like, was this brought up in a briefing to him? And I, I'm like, it, like the PR team, the PR arm of of Ferrari. Like, are they aware of the TikToks? Maybe well, I was just feeling big. I was just feeling you, sexy. You're feeling, you're feeling way big. I don't know. They're like the 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 reach, but are they that out of touch? Do they know? Do they have any idea? Or is someone on the PR team like, okay, like, you got this lunch with this guy who has a podcast, and now he's, like, talking about the lunch, okay, like, no more, like, did he get a cease and desist from hanging out with us? <laughs> no, Brian, we would get the cease and desist. Of talking about it. Yeah, we would get the cease and desist. Brian, we have, we have, um, our poster is, like, <laughs> our poster has their faces and likenesses on it. Like no other podcast does that. Like eventually we're going to get a cease and desist. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't gotten one already. What we're That's doing you know is made it. probably illegal. And I shouldn't be saying this like on air because it's like an admission <laughs> of guilt. But yeah, totally. We're not it's like. Not illeg- it's not illegal. I showed it to my dad, who's a lawyer. He goes, Matt, you, for, for little sluts who live for the drama and you got their faces on it? I mean, this is. This is <laughs> This is slanderous. This is uh, you're using you're using their likeness to 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 try to make money. You make you're making money off their likeness. Well, guess this... what? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're we're, we're trying yet. to anyway. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, we're trying. Um, to but uh, so, but you know who is who really shown shined shown in this last yeah. couple of episodes? Who really picked up his game? Will Buxton. Uh-huh. Will yes. Buxton was living. Will Buxton is actually, a, I, I, I know more about him now because of our interview with uh, Emmy-nominated producer Blair Soden. Um, he is a slut that lives for the drama. He loves Definitely. this little, he loves the drama. When he, yeah. when he, he I wrote, well, when Will Buxton was talking about the, the powder keg that is Ferrari, he goes, mm-hmm. there is a massive prospect for fireworks. <laughs> and he's talking about how every champion has an inner bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote that down too. And, and then it cut, and then we see when Sebastian Sebastian muscles past Vettel. Uh, when Sebastian muscle muscles past Leclerc and he doesn't let, yeah. they're like, uh, Sebastian, let him through, let him through. And Sebastian's like, well, he can catch up, you know. <laughs> and yeah. Charles is like, Charles goes, what the hell? 
What yeah. the hell? You know? He said, I, I respected a- everything. I respected everything. <laughs> yes. I respected. I did what you told me. I, I did it. I I was a good boy, and I did what you told me to do. And now and now this is he's not being fair. He's not being nice. And 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 Buxton's just like the inner bastard. <laughs> and then he goes, I think Charles is going to develop it. Basically, what Will Buxton is saying is Charles is a pussy, uh-huh. and he hasn't gotten there. And then we just see Charles like angrily skipping rope. But um, right, right. But then what's amazing <laughs> is we see them at the table. With the with their Italian PR person, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, "There are these articles. They're saying that you know you guys don't like each other, but it's not true. Everybody, we love each other." And we just yeah, see yeah. Charles and <laughs> Charles and um, Sebastian just giving each other these like like adorable looks across yeah. the table. Right, which I thought right, was right. just amazing, and they're like, they're like you guys can hold, you guys can kiss, you, you can, guys can show kiss. everyone that you love each other, you kiss each other, and, and Charles <laughs> goes, part I of would, the customs. I would, I goes, I would not go that far. <laughs> and Sebastian goes, we, you know, we 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 we'll hold hands first, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we cut to Austin, right? Which and is, I, w- I want to say something about Austin, which is that like in this episode that is about Ferrari, yeah, it's only about Ferrari. There is one little clip of Daniel Ricardo wearing a full football jersey and pads. And I was, was he like, wearing wow. shoulder pads? He was wearing shoulder pads. And I, I was like, that. wow. He really found a way to be annoying in an episode that had nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> just this, oh, this is the Ferrari episode. Like, we won't get any, like, of Daniel Ricardo's antics. And then you just, like, see him walking by in the background. And you're like, ah, oh, God, ah. Ah, there it is. Fucking this found a way. And I found feel like you can't, you can't, way. you can't, you literally can't have B-roll with of Austin without showing Matthew McConaughey. It's impossible. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Matthew McConaughey just like, yeah, man. And then they had Michael <laughs> Douglas, uh-huh. who is actually a a legend. Right. Did you know Michael Douglas? I just quick. Quick non F one fact about Michael Douglas. Yeah, did yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. he got throat cancer and blamed it on eating pussy? I did know that. Yeah, because he's, he's just he's a he's fucking. A, he's just a he's legend. A, he's a god that walks among us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you think it was all those cigarettes you smoked? No, I actually it's not anything to do with it. I think it's because I ate too much pussy. Because I guess you can get because <laughs> I guess you can get HPV in your throat. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, I think that's. Hey. I think. I think that's what doctor. That's what Doctor Douglas says. <laughs> you that's get, what. D, that's he, why. That's why DJ Khaled stays away. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. So feminist yeah, icon Michael feminist Douglas. I- icon Michael Douglas said, <laughs> "Even just despite the risk, I uh, I strap in every day." Did, <laughs> Brian, did you get the HPV shot? I think I did when I was like in high school. Insurance didn't cover it for men, so yeah. my parents are like, "Nah, he's good." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I might, I might, uh, I might have all sorts of cancer in my future. <laughs> anyway. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, sick. Um, but uh, so yeah, Michael yeah. There's, Douglas, there's another legend. interesting moment where um, there's another there's another interesting moment when, when uh, Vettel I think he qualifies second at, mm-hmm. at, in in the U.S. And then yeah. he's at this like luncheon, and everyone's just like cheering so crazily yes. for him. 
And yes. he's like, ah, interesting. Like in Germany, this would not be celebrated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this yes. would not be celebrated. They'd say, in what's wrong? What happens? What's wrong with the car? What's yeah. wrong with you? But in America, they're like, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And you then, drove that and thing then, so fast. And then Bernardo said, uh, Bernardo said, I think, and I think this is interesting and telling about, you know, his, at least his driver, what he does with his driver is he goes, we will not hesitate to be brave about the future. Which I thought was just telling. Mm, right. Because, you know, he's like, fuck out of here, Vettel. Uh-huh. I'm going to bring in Carlos. Because yeah. they usually they usually only bring in, they usually bring in old guys. So, because right, they were right. talking in the beginning about how they never, like Charles is like the second youngest guy to come into Ferrari. And then they're like, ah, fuck it. We'll bring in two young guys. Well, I think from Ferrari's strategy standpoint, it's like for a long time, probably like because they were always fighting for a championship yeah. or like feeling like they were close They're like, well, we're not going to take a chance on a young person. But I think that like right. being like, OK, well, we're not we're probably not going to win one for like three years. So why not get these young guns and raise them up through our system and see if we can get something going with that? Yeah, not pay and have to pay them crazy amounts of money. Exactly, exactly. Um, Even though they paid, I mean, they paid Charles a fuck ton. I mean, his they probably don't. Was they huge. probably didn't have to pay. They 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 probably didn't pay Charles as much as they had to pay Vettel. Yeah, I don't know. They signed him to a five year deal. I mean, I think yeah, they signed know. him to a five year deal. Yeah, you want to do episode eight? Yeah, I want to do episode eight. And you know what, Matt? We've been fucking snoozing these last three these for these for these first couple episodes, and I need I need us to fucking be bring some fucking red flags energy to episode eight because it's early it's te- it's eleven a.m. in 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 here, and the second half of the season kind of fucking sucked, and we're not bringing that fucking heat, and I need I need we're gonna fucking bring it for episode eight. I thought we were doing pretty well. I think it's doing okay, but I think I think the people who are listening to this could could use a little shot of adrenaline, and we're gonna give it to them right fucking now. Okay, so episode eight. What's your title? <laughs> There's can only be one title for this one. Yeah. Do you, it's one it's one word. It's a noun. Do you want to say it together? What? Yeah. Ulkinberg. <laughs> this is the most devastating profile of a Formula One driver that I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, this episode is just the its the final chapter of the Nico Hulkenberg story, and it is just absolutely brutal to watch. It's painful. Yes. yes. I have been to... I've been to several... Um, war museums here in london and memorials <laughs> that were not as depressing because uh, you know there, there are a lot of great war world war ii memorials here in england and scotland um they didn't they didn't hold a candle to the <laughs> sadness i felt <laughs> i'm joking obviously the, but but it was devastating and and it was very crystallizing to me because because um it starts out on Daniel Ricardo, uh-huh. and Daniel Ricardo is talking about like he's like Nico. He'll be doing his best out there. He'll be at his best and let the best man win. Mm-hmm. And he's got a smile on his face. Yeah, and he looks relaxed. He looks yeah. chill. It's like he could not be fucking. 
He could not give a fuck about Nico Hulkenberg. He is not losing a <laughs> wink of sleep about this guy. Yeah. And I realized to go from Max Verstappen to Nico Hulkenberg is ta- like taking off the tightest pair of shoes. Uh-huh. And just being like, oh, and like getting into the bath. And that <laughs> is what and I realized yeah. Daniel Ricardo did not go from Red Bull to Renault. He went from Max Verstappen to Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> That was the fucking move. That <laughs> yeah. was the move. Right. Because he's when he's talking about Nico, he is beaming. Yeah, yeah. He is so happy. <laughs> and he's saying, the whole episode, he's going, Ulkenberg. Yeah, yeah, Ulken. yeah. He's like, this is where I resurrect my career. Right. Beating right, the right. shit out of you. <laughs> you. Yeah. You. What's that song? You, you wonderful you. <laughs> What's that song? <laughs> what is that no, song? no, it's a, it's a Bo Burnham song from um, where he's talking about the internet. Oh, but okay. like, Hulkenberg is was the move for him. Yeah, that was the move. Mm-hmm. That is where he resurrected his career. I mean, it was like he was fighting in heavyweights, and he was just like getting. He was like, oh, sh- oh god, I'm getting fucking flipped here. And then it's like all of a sudden he's like back in a different weight class. And he's like, oh, okay, like, here we go, like. <laughs> It's like McGregor, like all of a sudden he's loose. He's back in like yeah. featherweight. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just fucking brutal. And and Nico had been at Renault for like you know a few years, and yes, and then Danny Rick comes in, and it's just brutal. I mean, he when 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 we interviewed Blair, Blair was talking about how like um, how Nico was like a puppy dog. She was like. You know, he was such a fun interview. He was, yeah. he was like a golden retriever. Like, and I was like, well, that gold, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't seeing it because that gold retriever. It, he is- got swallowed. He yeah. got swallowed in the black hole of the, <laughs> the, the, the star. I'm mixing my uh, astrological metaphors here, but yeah. he got swallowed in the black hole of the star of Daniel Ricardo. Right. <laughs> Just getting swallowed up. It's interesting because, like, Nico at some point, He's having to, like, we're watching him in real time kind of, like, process what's happening. And and when he talks in the interviews about, like, the dynamic with him and Daniel, and he's like, he's like, no, there's, you know, there's no, you know, mind games or anything like that happening. And you can just, like, tell that he's lying through his teeth because they immediately <laughs> then, like, then cut to Daniel on the float being, like, just giving him just tons of shit. Well, he says, he goes, everyone's making mature. fun of him. He says mature, yeah. and he goes, Ulkenberg. <laughs> that was a brutal take. That was a brutal cut. <laughs> so he's just like, you know that he's lying through his teeth. You know that Nico is just lying through his teeth. I mean, some of the interviews in this episode should be studied in acting classes across the nation. Because there's one and editing classes and editing classes, but there's there's <laughs> there's one where um they were in like sixth and seventh. No, let's be, let's also keep in mind like Daniel didn't have an, an unbelievably amazing season this year. He just but he definitely like dominated and beat he, Nico. He, well, for, well, he beat Nico and he came in fourth or fifth the next year, so he yeah, did yeah, well yeah. in that. Car. No, the next year they did well. The next year, Re, the next year Renault finished in third. In 2020, they finished in third. Which also makes me question why Cyril was fired. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> there is a moment where they're finished. Like, they're, they're, they're in at 6th and 7th. And um, Ricardo's in 6th. And, and Hulkenberg's in 7th. And Hulkenberg wants to race Ricardo. And he wants to race him. And they don't let 
him race him. They're just like, stay, hold your position. These are team orders. Like, and he's like, oh, just tell me not to race. They're like, yeah, no, you're no, not. No, no, they, they lie to him. They say, okay. oh, no, no, you got to cool the car. The yeah, car. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, and he goes, oh, fuck that. That's He's bullshit. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Don't, just... don't lie to me. Just tell me not to race. And they go, you are not racing him. That is, that is correct. <laughs> They're like, okay, don't race him, motherfucker. <laughs> and, um, but you see him, like, afterwards. And he's in the interview with, with Netflix. And he says something to the effect of, like, you know, he's, he's, he's making light of it. He's like, you know, just is what it is. And he laughs. Yeah. And then he, like, takes a beat. And he kind of like shudders almost. Mm. And then he realizes that he's on camera. And then he like looks at the camera and he's like self-conscious about what he just revealed to us. And there was, th- I mean, I was literally just like as an actor, as an acting student, like I was just like, oh, yes, fuck, yes. <laughs> this is the best television <laughs> show ever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's so telling when they, when they often, they often say something. Mm-hmm. That like you kind of suspect is a lie, or that mm-hmm. they don't necessarily believe. Like they're like, I think I have a great relationship with this person, and then they look away. They're <laughs> yeah. like, Do I believe that? Yeah. Do I believe that? And then they look back, being like, Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's the classic. Like when they break eye contact, they look away and they look back. By the way, um, uh, Renault finished fifth. McLaren finished fifth, third. With a Renault engine, I believe, in 2020. I'm looking it up right now. McLaren. Oh, McLaren third. Renault. Oh, you're right. McLaren you're right, finished you're right, third. You're right, you're right. And Renault finished fifth. Oh, right, 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 right. That's, That's kind of why crazy. Cyril was fired. He, Cyril got, <laughs> here's why Cyril got fired. Yeah. Cyril got fired because the, the team that they supplied an engine to did better <laughs> than they did. <laughs> they beat them with their own fucking engine, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, there's also some uh, some slutty little moments from our guy Will Buxton in this, where he <laughs> they're talking about Holkenberg's curse of never having you know gotten a podium, and um, he's he's discussing it, and and uh, and at one point he just goes, and there's just no way. That he doesn't think about it. <laughs> Just like <laughs> brutal, sad. Tons of sor- tons of tons of sources, journalistic sources he used there. Just yeah, wild yeah, yeah, speculation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, there was so many amazing. There's also there's an amazing so moment. Amazing that, moment. Yeah, there's also an amazing moment. Like after that whole like sixth, seventh thing. Where where yeah. Holkenberg's just in so much pain, and then they cut to Danny Daniel, and he's just like kind of like woo, like got that one, and he and he goes over and he and he and he leans into the to Cyril's ear, and Cyril's like at a table, like a couple of the big guys there, and he goes, "Thank you," <laughs> and then walks off because he knows he, he, he loves interrupting interviews. That's like his, he loves photo bombing interviews. I know he loves to be the center of attention. He there's this, I mean, there's this amazing. They they love to do this. They did this with uh, Gasly and Albon in a later episode, uh-huh. where they show like one guy is like really su- struggling, and the other guy's like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in in Five Hundred Days of Summer. You know, right, like where you know where um, 
Hulkenberg is like agonizing in his trailer, and uh-huh. Dan Ricardo is like fucking juggling. He's, <laughs> he's he's literally skipping at one moment. Yeah, yeah. He's, like he's stealing going into an, he's stealing people's phones, and he's like, hey, yeah, like, I'm like a Daniel Call. Hey. <laughs> There's one moment where a girl is literally having a panic attack, like because he's like the fucking Beatles, uh-huh. and Hulkenberg is just like dying. Just it just there might have been a moment. Where Hulkenberg was having fun, but they don't show that. They just right, cross right, right, right. cut yeah, yeah, to yeah, give yeah. us this reality in which this 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 narrow reality in which Hulkenberg is in this crucible and and he's and just white knuckling his whole life. He's just like everything is just like completely white knuckled. There's also like and as it becomes more and more clear that like he his seat is up for grabs. Um, there is this moment where they the Netflix crew is like following him. And uh, like he like kind of turns to the camera and he's like, "Fuck, do you he's want? Like, what, huh? What, huh? what yeah, the fuck? Fuck, do you fuck, do you want? Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? And it, you know what it reminded me? I mean, it, it was like in Succession, in the uh, the birthday episode where Tom and Greg are in the maze of compliments, and the and the actor is like, "You're amazing," and Tom starts being like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like so on fucking edge. It it was fully that moment. I also that was horrible. That was horrible when and then they follow them on the plane. Uh huh. Yes. And and then and then and then and then and he's like, "When are we gonna get a team plane?" And then Cyril's like, "When you get a podium, (laughs) shut up." (laughs) But he and they're in this cramped. I know they're in this cramped plane that Daniel's not on because Daniel's like too cool to be on that fucking plane with those schmucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daniel's on his own. And then um. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then uh, Nico Hulkenberg is trying to do a cute thing where he's like, "Hey, why don't you ask him like what is like what he thinks of his driver?" Uh-huh. And Cyril's like, "Oh, you don't want me to answer that. Like, uh, it's like a relationship. Thera- you are a therapist. Like, am I ready for this commitment? Is it right. too soon? Like, yeah, he's doing his like." And then he goes, oh, look at the water. Like, he changes the subject. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to Nico, who looks, like, so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, just pain. It's just pain. It is These just... last couple episodes are just pain. I know. Yeah, and then and then and... Like, it's, it's kind of like, who's the new guy that's going to come in? And it seems like it's, you know, the year before, it was supposed to be Ocon. Uh, but then Daniel Ricardo right, came Daniel in. Daniel fucked that up. And you, we see the 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 uh, Toto Ocon dynamic of that, like Toto's his fucking manager, which is still yes. insane to me. That Toto yeah, is well, Ocon's manager. Like, what the? It's fuck? like it's like Brian. It's like if you if your agent was the head of a studio. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> well, because it's crazy. Because it's it's like Toto but, wins yeah. cha- championships as his job. But Ocon, he just does for fun. <laughs> like, he yeah. just does that for shits and giggles. Like, right. That's just a Like, it was great when, like, because the, there's a moment where um, Hulkenberg and Renault have a bad race. And you yeah. just, they, they, the, they're so smart the way they cut to Toto Wolf just sort of peering into their garage being like, yeah. hmm. <laughs> huh. yeah. Right. And, and then they have, um, they're asking, Nico, and then they cut to, they're asking Nico about Silly Season. Yeah, He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. They have, there's, they're the king of the cross cut. Right. They, they, these things probably happen weeks apart, but they yeah. just know how to cut this shit. Yeah. So it's amazing. Nico's in the car and they ask him about silly season. He's like, "Oh, you tell me about silly season." And he's like. Well, I'm not in the F1 world. And he goes, neither am I. <laughs> and there goes, no, no, no. Tell me about the F1 silly season. And he goes, man, you're really breaking my balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you could tell Nico he's driving. He's like, should I drive this thing off? The, <laughs> like, should I just drive this off the track of the highway instead of what I do normally on race day and just kill everybody? I but know. he he um he goes he said he describes it like musical chairs, which was yeah. very apt. Yeah, and then and then it cuts to. Uh, Toto, master of the universe, yeah. <laughs> in the back of a fucking town car yeah. with Ocon, yeah. talking to Cyril, yeah, in French. In French, I know, I know, in fucking French, it was epic. And, and, you know, and then it, and then and Hulkenberg's like, I don't have any predictions about my career. And cut yeah. to, and it's like, well, I have a fucking prediction. <laughs> you know, everybody. It's so it's savage. It's like so brutal. It's like you think that these phone calls, like. You 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 know they're happening, but you also like hope against hope that they're not, and then just just see yeah. it. Like watching that back for him must. I mean, if, if he watched it, but if he was healthy, he didn't. But he's probably not, so he probably did. <laughs> but it's just absolutely brutalia. And then I think like you know, there's this last thing which is kind of, and they set it up like this, and who knows if this was really the case. But there was kind of like if if Nico. You can also there was an earlier interview where Cyril's kind of like they're like what's your dream I think I think Daniel Ricardo like is like like Cyril what's your dream what's your dream Cyril like in in front of a crowd and Cyril's like it's to win with these two boys and and when he says it like you can tell that he means it cuz Cyril's an emotional fucking man yeah um and he's like waiting and it, it, that's like his hope against hope and there's this kind of like they set up this thing which is who knows if it's like actually true that like if Hulkenberg can like get a podium then like maybe he keeps his seat and then in the German Grand Prix when there was the you know both Mercedes fucked it and there was rain and all this shit and it's like Nico's real like shot at fucking he's in getting, P2 he's in P2 and he's on the right tires. I mean, people are on slicks and he's on fucking intermediates and it's 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 the shit weather and I looked it up and I think there's 64 laps. This was on like 40 lap 42. He's in second Ugh. place. And he just and you're like, "Oh my god, like this is going to happen. It's, like it's he's going to fucking finally get this it's monkey so off his back." It's so manipulated. It's so it's so manipulated <laughs> that I knew it didn't happen. Yeah. But I'm like, "It's going to happen." <laughs> Like the way the music goes and the way they're like, it's like everything was, everything's going right. It and can't go yeah, wrong. In the interviews, like, they're yeah. like giving it. Yeah. <laughs> the way they frame right. it up, it's like he made every right choice. It was just everything was coming up Hulkenberg. Yeah. And you're, but you know when the music stops and there's this yeah. moment of silence before yeah. that everything in Drive to Survive World, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's like in Game of Thrones when someone's being too nice, you're like yeah. that guy's dead. <laughs> it, 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 it's the same, right? Or when Brian Cranst or uh, not Brian, when Brian Cox is being nice to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like oh, he's about yeah. to. F-. You're like you're done. He's done with you. <laughs> right, he's right, done right. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, then and he, he just, goes off, and you're like goes you're off. done. Uh, your you're your fight's like, over. You're and, and then Cyril's in the done. and then Cyril's in the interview being like, I don't know, maybe there is a curse. it's like oh my god fuck dude like you know he's like hoping against hope it's like no there's no curse there's not a curse but like when you start believing when the people around you're like i don't know i mean fucking he fucked that one up i mean there's something cosmically must be against this fucking guy there was and there was all these other amazing there's so many amazing touches Mm -hmm. um that 
I didn't maybe probably didn't cast it for like they they show Ocon during that whole thing like looking kind of stressed out. Yeah. They're like, oh fuck, is this guy about to fucking win this race? Right. <laughs> fuck my whole career up. <laughs> yeah. And then you know when he went off, he's like, oh thank God, oh thank yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> totally. And all the and like now that I know more, like watching Alan Prost talk about like, see when two mate two two teammates battle, it can get right. very intense. Right. I'm like, oh right, when you and when you and fucking Senna, um, Senna almost murdered each other at yeah. McLaren. Yeah. You know, just like these touches that are like, oh right, that guy knows. I mean, they took each. That other, guy had the. He and he and Senna took each other out in two final, like two of the last races when they when they were at McLaren. Yeah, I think once when they were at McLaren, once when when I think maybe Pross was at Ferrari. Right, but they were teammates at one point. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was horrible. I know it's it was a horrible. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's the and and at the end they're like it, you know if Hulkenberg is not going to be renewed his contract will not be renewed, just brutal and there's a press brutal conference. episode yeah and, and and one more brutal thing I want to add was when he's talking to uh, Daniel Ricardo they're doing some press thing and they're saying um, they're asking them about what their favorite memories are and he goes well I have to say something like Le Mans you know not nothing in F one you know or GP, maybe GP two because I haven't done anything in F1. And Daniel goes, yeah. <laughs> and I Nico's mean, like, fuck you. I know, but it's also like, it's, it, what's interesting, it's like, it's these little, F1 is just like, it's it's like high school. That's what this yeah. episode was to me. It's just like, this is high school. And like, Daniel just comes in and he just he just knows he's just the bully. He, Daniel just becomes the bully in this in this dynamic. It's just like he's just it's like he's giving him noogies the whole time. It's like the whole thing yeah. is like him giving him a fucking noogie. But in the beginning of that, like Daniel is trying to be nice because he's like, "What's your you know greatest moment?" And he's like, probably like Le Mans or uh, you know GP two, right. right? And right. then. Holgerberg because he's so beaten down at this point. Like yeah. at this point, Daniel doesn't need to to do it because he's already done it on the track and he's done it like just yeah. in the vibes that like Holgerberg's beating himself. Yeah, he and could just own it and be like, yeah. "I won Le Mans." Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, the it, psyche. It's um. Yeah. Just own it. I mean, Claire Williams is yeah <laughs> number nine, episode nine. Speaking of like needing to own your power, right? Claire Williams. Yep. We're going to get to it. But so this is episode nine. Yeah. Um, my title for episode nine is Claire Williams misery porn. I just. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we meet this guy, this engineer who looks so over his head, but apparently is a genius. Mm-hmm. Patty Lowe, you cut to him. He 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 invented he invented the piano key necktie back in the eighties <laughs> with Williams. Uh, yeah, it was a genius. And they cut to him. He's got like this full head of hair. He looks like a goddamn rock star. And yeah, and you get the, he's like, you know, when I came up, it was all you know oil and grease, and now it's like everybody's all sciencey and shit. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. when he did it, it was fucking. Formula One real. engineering was rock and roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, I invented the piano key necktie. It was some sort of like dynamic suspension, you know, that, that was really, really cool. Yeah. But now he looks like a total dunce. Yeah. But, but, but you know, at, at the time it seemed like a good hire because you know he was great at um, Williams, and then he was chief technical. 
he's a chief director at Mercedes. At so Mercedes, it seemed like yeah. A, so they're like, it seems like a great. logical. And it's like, but who knows? Maybe Claire Mercedes Williams. was like, maybe maybe Mercedes were like, yeah, you can leave. You're not really yeah. doing it. You're not really helping anymore. But uh, yeah, well, like, he go, was. Go get your I money. looked this. I look. I look, I looked this up. He was let go of Mercedes. So like maybe. Maybe he was past his expiration date, but yeah. it wasn't like on its face an insane hire. Right, right, right. Um, but he looks over his head, and then Claire. They ask Claire, about, she's like, "But I'm very excited about my two drivers. You know, I've got this old, experienced guy, Robert Kubica, mm-hmm. and George Russell." And then she goes, "Some very senior people who know a lot about F1 say George is a future world champion," and I'm like. Claire, you are a senior person who knows a lot about F1. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Claire. <laughs> Act the fucking part. <laughs> British people are so self-effacing, it makes me want to vomit. Like, you're a fucking team principal. Your dad is Frank Williams. You grew up around F1. And yeah. you, you're like, you. That's what we. that's what I say. I'm like, yeah. listen, a lot of people who know what they're talking about say George Russell is legit. Right. So that's what I say. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you can't speak like that, Claire. She's like, oh, I read on Jalopnik that, you know, (laughs) fucking (laughs) Miss Apex said that that George Russell's a real deal. So. So, yeah, I I signed him. I decided to sign the I signed the check. Yeah. (laughs) That is was such a wild statement from Claire Williams. If there was a movie about this, if there was like a, a, you know, dramatic retelling of this episode claire williams would be played by olivia coleman <laughs> i mean tell me that that's not a part that olivia coleman would just absolutely crush stick the landing win an oscar well she's a great actor she could play she could play it like a killer or she could play it like a fucking bumbling idiot well she would play it like both she would just like right. play the the full nuance of like of of claire williams in this position it's the favorite yeah, exactly. It's the favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a moment in the in the very beginning where she ta- like they're talking about going to Silverstone and she's just like, "Ah, oh, look. Ah, oh, I just love Silverstone. Like, oh, I just love it so much." She goes, "You know, I want my ashes spread here." Yeah. And her husband's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, didn't I tell you that? Didn't I tell you that?" And he's like, "Uh, no." And she goes, "Yeah, well, I do. You know, I think my father wants his there too. You know, mm, I just love it. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It is. It was maybe she was doing it for the cameras. Uh huh. And her husband was like saying no to the improv. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It's like I've always told you that I wanted my ashes buried at Silverstone. It's been yeah, my yeah, lifelong yeah. dream. It's like you never told me that. It's like fucking idiot. Come on. It's my lifelong dream. It's my lifelong dream. But this is where I want to be dead. Um. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, just like. Yeah, but I, you know, I can't help but like her though, because she's like, I, put upon. She's ha- I can't. I love her. Da- she's daddy's little girl who 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 has had the team given to her. I know. Like she, she didn't get it on merit, but like I can't help but like her. I know. Because she's so like. Well, she's so the, honest. The, you know, She's so, uh, you know what? And she's saying she's so nice to everybody. She comes in, she checks in on everybody. I know. And there's an amazing moment where she doesn't do that that I'm gonna get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that gets a great setup. It's such great filmmaking because we see her like checking in, being like, "Hello, sorry I didn't pop in. I was so busy." And she's like so nice and asking, like, just she knows everyone's name. 
everyone's right, like right. checking in on the paint guy. Being yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I missed you the other day. Oh, good to see you, Claire. Like everyone loves her. Right. But what's great is, um, so they tell her. What's amazing is they they're telling her how it's going, and they go, they go, they're telling her how great the mirrors are. I have this written down too. I have this <laughs> written like, down too. They're like, so we got some really amazing mirrors, and she's like. <laughs> Okay. The, it's like when you're in a writer's workshop, they, they say, okay, say the good things. Say yeah, the good yeah, things. yeah. You know? So the good news is we got the best mirrors on the grid. You know, the <laughs> least important thing on the car. Yeah. And they're like, she goes, okay, so our mirrors are great. That's the, they're like, that's the good news. <laughs> the bad news is there's an issue with the diffuser. And I don't know what a diffuser is, but it sounds fucking important yeah <laughs> and you can see her face just drop yeah 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 <laughs> and um and and then the guy patty's like we're not gonna miss testing we never miss testing it's like an inevitability right. that they're not and they're like they missed they missed fucking testing it yeah. was unbelievable i mean yeah that that's that's the thing that they profile in this episode really is like the the the, the main storyline is they fucking missed winter testing it's like i mean you had like if you're it's like what kind of season do you hope to have if you literally like can't be there for the 10 days of testing before the season even fucking starts yeah yeah it's uh it's insane uh it will be- will buxton goes you don't you don't miss testing <laughs> you, don't. you just you just don't yeah and then and then then we see claire c- c- carrying the parts yes in her trunk yeah yeah in yeah, her yeah. suv like carry and she calls them they call them the bits mm-hmm. these million dollar parts they call them the bit i love mm-hmm. british understatement it's <laughs> just incredible and then the, she carries them in, like, basically herself, this fucking right. executive. And Will Buxton's like, you know, it's a sort of a situation where you have the, the you know, the, fly, the parts are flying in with the heads, with the, with the head administrators. <laughs> and then Claire's like, it's nice to see the car in the garage. She's standing there with her, with one of her guys. Yeah. And then Patty, the, 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 the chief technical officer, fuck, fuck face, <laughs> kind of slinks in next to her. And Claire, who's been, we've watched be so warm to everybody, doesn't even notice that he's there. Yeah. I mean, she knows that he's there, but she's pretending not to know that he's there. Mm-hmm. And he stands there, like, you know, bobbing, like, maybe she'll notice me. And then he goes, how was your flight? <laughs> and she goes, fine. Early. You know, because I had to get here early. To fly in the half of the car that you fucking forgot. (laughs) And then he goes, you got the bits? And she goes, yeah, I got the bits. I got the bits. Ugh. And then That was was gold. That was real. That was fucking... You could could fucking cut the tension with... A chainsaw. (laughs) Yeah, it was was unbelievable. Um, Yeah. And then Patty d- pr- proceeds to proceeds to at his press conference take. Yeah. See, Gunther is like kind of like the way Gunther evades responsibility is mm-hmm. is you realize Gunther has a skill at evading responsibility. Yeah, and kind of has a way of shimmying. Uh huh. That's kind of artful and makes you laugh. 
Yeah. Whereas this guy is kind of a fucking idiot the way he does it. He goes, they're like, why was the car late? He goes, I don't even know. It's it's actually really complicated. This shit's hard. <laughs> you know? It's like, at least, at least Gunther's the team principal. This guy's like a technical director. Like, he's the nerd. He should know mm-hmm. what the issue is. And he goes, I don't know. It's actually quite complicated. I don't know. Right. And then... Will Buxton. And then... And then Will Buxton. Yeah. This was his sluttiest moment. Yeah. This was his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could tell also Will Buxton probably fucking hated this guy. Right. He goes, I asked Patty, you know, why he, I gave Patty an opportunity to take responsibility. And uh, Patty, you know, Will Buxton goes, you got to take responsibility for, for things. And Patty didn't do so. So with a huge smile, see you later, Patty. <laughs> See you later, Patty. Yeah, bye, bitch. <laughs> but Will Buxton fully erect for yeah. Patty's exit. Yeah, just bodies him. Just absolutely yeah. bodies him. He lives for the drama. We yeah. got to get Will Buxton on. I know, I know. Will Buxton lives for the drama. Yeah. And then they say he takes a leave of absence for personal reasons. <laughs> were were those like, per like were the were his personal like failings as a human being? <laughs> yeah. The personal reasons being his personal failings at his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's the personal reasons being we hate you. Yeah. We hate you as a person. Yeah, so they fuck up the winter testing and it's just uh Patty's gone and you're left with okay. Well, Williams is back in there, back in this position, and and Claire's kind of talking about how much she loves the drivers. There, there's always this like uh, when team principals are so starstruck from their drivers. Yeah, uh, just I don't know, it clouds the judgment. But there's like um, well, when you when you have a great car, then the driver is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? When you have a great right. like when you're Mercedes, it's like. I mean, Lewis is a complicating factor, but you know, you can you can throw your weight right. around more when you have a great car. Mm-hmm. When you have a shitty car, then you know Claire's all starry eyed for George. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, um, they they talk about what a bright future George uh, George has and, and how uh, frustrated she is. They're like, I, I want them to win here, yeah, win everywhere else. We, yeah, we developed and they go elsewhere and they win there. I want them to win yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and well, George, we see, like, George, George ain't going there. <laughs> George, yeah. George, George ain't winning there. They, 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 they take silver. They take solace in the fact that they have George. They're like, we got George. Yeah. <laughs> and then they see Vettel crash. Vettel gets wiped out. And then Claire's like oh pointing at God, the thing. Yeah. And she goes, hey, we beat Vettel. We I beat know. Vettel. And they're like, yeah. It's like, there's comedy. Oh, it's brutal. There brutal. are comedy. Yeah, but I can't help but love Claire. Yeah, I know. And then, well, she and gives then, us so much as an audience. Like you know, it's like yeah. we're, we're we're consumers of this thing. So she like there. She's so um. It's like her her conflict and her dilemma is so palpable. Why do I hate her? Why do I hate Stroll and somebody like? Why do I hate so many like people of nepotism? But I don't hate her at all. At all. Well, because she's a like suffering in front of us. <laughs> she's very Where earnest Stroll about her. She's very earnest about. She's like, my dad gave me this responsibility. I right. take it very seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she feels the weight of it. 
in a very earnest way. And she doesn't feel entitled. The other thing is there's nothing, there's no, she's not entitled to it. Right. She doesn't feel, there's no entitlement there. She goes, right. I often think I'm not equipped to right. carry on my father's legacy. And actually, I've read that that um, she was offered to stay. Mm. And she left because she doesn't, she wants right. her father's team to succeed. She wants the Williams name to yeah. Being Flourish. born, being born rich, you know, having those advantages, being born with a silver spoon in your mouth, doesn't like make you a piece of shit. The entitlement is what makes you, a, like, a piece of shit. Being yeah. like the 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 levels of like, yeah, well, I, sh you know, come on, like, give it to me. Entitlement yeah. is the is the, and anyone can be entitled. Right. Entitlement d doesn't have like a a number in a bank account. Like you can be entitled from any, you know, aspect of life. And that is the thing that is the unattractive thing. Right. It's just like Miss Apex, just invite us on already. Like stop. <laughs> stop fucking around. Just 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 have us on. It's getting it's it's getting to be a little bit ridiculous. Um, just have us yeah. on already. Because um, I mean as the two as the two podcasts in F one that don't suck. <laughs> we, we should just get together and we're entitled to be on your show yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah and then and then then the episode ends with like claire was like claire did this wild thing yeah yeah this was where this she was a, 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 a where big she move. where she um was like i see there was this question where you're gonna ask me like will williams continue as a team like you didn't ask me that Mm -hmm. And the interviewer was like, I didn't think you would want to answer that question. She goes, I didn't want to, but f fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> Ask me the question. Yeah. And of course, because Netflix, they're just bastards. They just kept that whole thing in. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, do you think Williams will exist? You know, because you guys have been sucking. And she goes... And then she gives, you know, we're fighters, you know, we're going to fight, you know, Churchill, Churchillian level. Right. Um, we will fight them on the beaches and the streets. Yeah. You know, we will never, ever give up sort of resilience. And she's like, yeah, I think I think that I think I nailed that. <laughs> and it's just I'm sad that she's out of the sport. I'm sad that there are not more a women, but. Obviously, I wish there were more women in the sport, but I also wish there were more people like Claire in the sport. Right. People. People like Claire. Yeah. Just genuine, well-meaning people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but you know. Um, but they get, chewed, they get chewed up and spit out in this world. Yep. yep. They get chewed up and spit out. And you can have, like, bits of that, but you also have to, like, have the, like, Toto on the phone, like, with... Cyril with Ocon in the car. <laughs> so could someone? So could someone? So could someone like Claire, just who cares too much, or Cyril who seems to care a lot, uh -huh. or be Cyril who's like emotional. Uh huh. Um. Although from Kevin Magnuson's book, he he wrote a book from an excerpt of his book said Cyril was. Complete bastard to him, <laughs> and ignored oh, yeah. him, and lied right. to him, right. and you know was an abusive boyfriend essentially. So I mean, but even still, but that that comes from like I don't, you know, there's like I heard a um, 
I think I watched like a TED talk on this or something. But like basically they were talking about how cap I mean, this is capitalism. This this sport is capitalist. Right. And like capitalism doesn't, you know, like suit empathic people. It suits people that can be ruthless. Like because right. at the end of the day, like you're running a business and businesses need to be unemotional when making decisions. And but you're also dealing ruthless with people. You are dealing with people, but you that's like a means to an end. That's not the whole thing. And I think for like even Cyril being like a caddy, you know, little bitch to to Magnuson like that that comes from a it 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 doesn't come from him being like a stone cold killer it it's comes from emotional. him being emo- it comes from an emotion it, it comes from an emotional place the emotional like this is the stone cold killer would be nice to him and then slit his throat exactly right. exactly and it's like you have right. to be able to have some of that in order to be successful in this world but like you have to it's like that's a means to an end. Like that's why, like it benefits like a sociopath. Honestly, like <laughs> environments like this, they benefit right. someone who can who can, you know, like sit there, cry with you in order to get what they need from you, and then like at the end of the day, like this is there's a there's a time you have to fucking like this is a, a game of numbers. This is a game of times and numbers, and, and it's just like I mean, d- you need it- to be able to do both. You need to be able to do both. Yeah, Frank Frank was her dad was a killer. Right. I mean her dad built the team from like he was yeah. borrowing, begging, borrowing and stealing. Yeah. You know. And that's it. Yeah. And to get up and to and he got you know what he got up out of bed, you know when Senna died, you know what I'm saying? Like right. and he could have I mean you have to have just mm-hmm. nerves of steel mm-hmm. to do ice ice water in your veins to mm-hmm. keep keep doing what he what he did yep so i guess so i guess you're saying i guess we're saying that there's just no room for people with any sort of not any sort of but like when you're if you care too much about like what someone th- it's like you can't give a shit you 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 can give a shit but it can't influence your decisions Right, and I mean, it's like it's kind of like Claire, kind of. Well, there's kind of like a Michael Scott to it, because mm-hmm. Michael Scott is a great example of somebody who wants to be mm-hmm. someone's boss and someone's friend. Yeah, <laughs> wants to be respected yeah. and loved. Yeah, and what happens when you want to be respected and loved? You kind right. of end up with neither. Right, people don't love you or respect you. Yes, and. And I think, you know, in terms of like Gunther or Claire or Cyril, mm-hmm. like are those people loved or respected? Right. Do you know what I mean? When you don't have the distance that an executive ostensibly needs to have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never employed hundreds of people. Okay. The final right. episode. Final ep. Episode 10. I called this one ghastly rising uh-huh yeah because you know what i hate people that give themselves their own nicknames uh-huh. it's it is a pet peeve of mine yeah. someone else gives you the nickname you don't give yourself the fucking nickname mm-hmm. 
Roman Grosjean gave himself he he gave himself the nickname of the Phoenix. He calls himself the Phoenix. Pierre <laughs> Gasly is the Phoenix. Period. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, Roman Grosjean, you rose from the ashes and drove IndyCar. Okay, like, yeah. it, I'm glad that you're alive. I'm glad that you're doing well. But like to call yourself the Phoenix, like, like Pierre is the Phoenix to me. Yeah. Full stop. I am yeah. dubbing him the the French Phoenix. I love it. Um, so this is the episode where where Gasly um starts his rise and Albon starts his fall. <laughs> his fall. Yeah. But it starts out looking because they're master storytellers. It starts out looking good for Albon. We see him moving out of his mom's house. Mm-hmm. But his mom is like moving with him to Monaco because you know he got paid. And when you get paid, you know, as an F1 driver, that, that none of that money can go to taxes. So, they're uh-huh. like, okay, let's get you, let's get you the fuck out of England, <laughs> because you can't be paying no taxes with this new Red Bull, you know, yeah. seat money. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. His mom comes with him to this dope apartment, mm-hmm. and Alex Albon makes this iconic statement. Yeah, he goes, he's in this dope apartment, you know, and he goes, it's like decorated and it's got a great view of like the the pier or whatever the fuck they are yeah and he goes this is where i'm gonna live my single life <laughs> and the subtext of that ladies and gentlemen is this is where i'm finally gonna fuck yeah <laughs> because he's been living with his mom and four fucking dipshit siblings yeah in the cramped house he's finally gonna get himself some monogasque sex yeah yeah <laughs> finally yeah and uh he's ha- and we and then we cut to like pierre being miserable mm-hmm. miserable well pierre's also like he's like in the he's in the weight room yeah. like just k- killing himself just like fucking like i'm gonna do this shit and there's this epic shot of him of, like with the horizontal weight with the weight <laughs> on his neck, and he's just like not moving and staring at the camera, and it's just like, yeah. oh, fuck me, yes, let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> also, they have like they have all of his. F- I think they brand too much. They got his fucking like they got the decals on his fucking weights. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you gotta have the fucking number right. ten on your weights. Yeah, you settle down. Like, yeah, just have your fucking weights, Jesus. Anyway. Um, they also slip in Carlos signs, mm-hmm. you know, they're also, they're like, okay, he'll be a player in this episode. Mm-hmm. They have Zach Brown, Zach Brown sitting down goes, he, he goes, he just takes a seat and he goes, Hua! <laughs> <laughs> just sitting down is such a, t- we have all these fit little twinks. Yeah. These fit little European twinks. And then the one American guy <laughs> just goes, he sits down and he goes, Nyah! sitting yeah. down about to stuff his face at hospitality. And then, um, and then, and, and, he's, then, and then, yeah, and he turns around at Carlos and he goes, Oh, Hey, I hurt my back. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt my back. You know, they tell me I got to work out, lose weight. So I try to work out, lose weight, and look what fucking happens. I hurt my back. <laughs> I know. And Carl's uh, like, okay, I can't wait to be in Ferrari away from this fucking guy. <laughs> and then Eddie goes, I, I want to work out. I want to be as fit as you. And Carlos goes, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. Ever. 
I love Zach Brown. I know Zach he's Brown such a fucking Z- legend. As if it, it's like that's such a classic like uh way of of rationalizing your behavior we're just like well it told me work out worked out uh, look what happens like you know, <laughs> yeah see? look what happens as yeah. if the doctor like uh, it, it hurt him himself yeah. <laughs> the doctor's like no, no like dude like you have like a heart you're gonna have like heart disease like you need no, to no, like no, exercise you, <laughs> you let it get you let like you let it get too bad yeah and now like and then you pushed it too hard right yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. now you now now you now you're stuck in this vicious cycle Zach Brown is a Chris Farley of F1. <laughs> yes. He's this big, brash American who's groaning and, like, wearing the loud things. He's he's just walking around the paddock like, fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> and... Everyone else is David Spade. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so what else what else in this episode cuz um this this episode also it profiles the Brazil race. The Brazil race is kind of like we kind of end on Brazil because there was it was kind of uh exemplary of of many things that happened in the season. Um, I think Brazil used to actually be the final race. Well, it did. Then... That's that's that the famous when when Hamilton won his first championship. And then um, and then money got involved. And then yeah. it became um, right, right, right. But when Ham, yeah, when Hamilton won his first championship, and it was Felipe Massa driving for for Ferrari, who finished in first, and uh, Hamilton got passed by Vettel, and it, there's that famous clip of like Felipe Massa's like whole family like celebrating and freaking the fuck out because they think that he won. Um, yeah. But then the guy, I forget who, I forget who it is. Um, has engine has engine issues and Hamilton wins the championship I think by one point on because like this other guy's car just like crap the fuck out oh brutal brutal if Felipe wow, is Brazilian he would have won in Brazil I mean he would have won uh, for Ferrari in Brazil his whole family freaking the fuck out and then <laughs> oh because Hamilton squeaks Lewis by. went from like third to second he wins he I think Lewis got like fifth he needed like fifth in the race, and oh, so he went from sixth to fifth. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now Felipe Massa is just asking like crazy yeah. questions <laughs> in press conferences. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Anyway, so uh, in this race, like science is starting in the back. Science is starting in the. He, you know, he has troubles during qualifying, which I don't really know what that means. Um, I, I don't know what the specifics were of like what happened to him in qualifying. He might have crashed or something like that. And, or he might have um, just did badly. Or he might no, just no, no, no. But he was starting in twentieth. I, I hard to believe that he just like finished yeah. worse out of every. Like he finished Truth. worse than both of the Truth. Williams. Um, but he starts in, in in last and winds up making his way to fourth. Which is fucking very impressive, um, yeah. and then winds up actually getting third because Hamilton ruined Alex Albon's life. Um, <laughs> 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 getting, yeah, that, the, uh, you're getting yeah. you fucking you you put the car to the first, but it's like an hour and a half now. So yeah, 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 yeah. basically, I mean, yeah. basically, um, Albon's racing really well. His mom looks like she's having a fucking panic attack. We just keep yeah. cutting to his mom having a panic attack. <laughs> there's a restart the, the there's rate, a restart there's like a, you know like i think both the the ferraris crash into each other that was Vettel, fucking nuts Vettel crashes leclerc he fucking yes. goes to pass leclerc they 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 touch and both i think like one of them had a has a, like well, a front car, left and well, the other has a back right 
Charles passes Vettel. Vettel tries to get it back. Yeah. And unclear whose fault it was. Right, right, right. They, it's always amazing when they crash, they both say, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, like, like the, to the other guy, the other guy's a fucking idiot. I'm not, it, it seems like it was Vettel's fault. But like maybe right. maybe Charles could have let him given him more room when he was through because Charles hit his back left. Mm-hmm. Let's analyze and break down whose fault it was at a race that happened three years ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, they take each other out. Carlos Ca- Carlos is amazing. He's always ahead of things. He goes the host is driving super erratically. Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos is like he's just making. He goes that host is driving super erratically, and then it's yeah. Cra- Battle Ferrari crash. And then I wrote, I wrote, I did write, Lewis ruins Albon's career part one. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, like, ru- I wrote Hamilton ruining Alex Albon's life part one. What is Lewis <laughs> doing? Like, I don't know where he was in the championship. Like, did he need to ruin his career? Yeah. And it was what's really interesting is that like. In the Max, in the Ma- when this shit was happening with Max, like Lewis didn't apologize for running Max off in Silverstone. Uh-huh. Like none of these guys apologize. Like, they, they always are like, ah, you know, I had the line. I took, I took, a, it was a racing right, move. Right. And these things happen. But when they interviewed Lewis, he was like, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally fucked up. Right. Um, that would have been a podium for um Albon. Albon. Yeah. And then, and he did it. He did it. He did it again. Uh, the time before. And then it became can Gasly keep Hamilton behind? Well, there's this the epic, answer. there's this epic mo- like when they're doing the restart and it's Verstappen, um, Albon, and Gasly are one, two, three, in the yeah. restart of the race, and there's three laps to go. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, like Gasly's yeah. behind Albon, and there's three fucking laps to go. Yeah, I mean, Gasly gets passed by Lewis, <laughs> and yeah. then Lewis ruins Alex Albon's life, and then winds up falling back because of that, and and racing against Gasly, and Gasly fucking finishes P two. Hamilton can't fucking pass Gasly in the end of the thing. Yeah, and, well, he's got uh, some damage. Yeah, and, but uh, uh, Gasly wins. Yeah, gets gets second, but yeah, he gets a podium. Well, no, but I wrote I wrote Gasly wins. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I go yeah. e- and I wrote even though it's P two, it feels like he won. <laughs> totally, it totally. really feels like he won. Yeah. And then Carlos gets P four initially, and, it, and his cousin is like, "Venga, venga," you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, his, and, his, and his cousin goes, "Is like, wow, I fucking love my life. I love my fucking life." <laughs> and then Pierre goes like. Pierre's like, this is amazing. You guys are amazing. It was like when Max is like, I love you. Like they get, they, uh-huh. they bottle yeah, yeah, up yeah. all their affection. Right. Cause they're right, just right. like toxic men. Yeah. But when they win, they can finally let it all. They're like, I love you. You are amazing. I love you. You guys are all great. And they're part, they're so happy. And then, and then Carlos is like sitting there and he goes, this is so fucking awkward. I have no <laughs> idea what to do right now. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I have no fucking clue. And then the and then the woman uh the 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 press woman for uh for McLaren, McLaren. is like um <laughs> you know we don't because well, they want to go they want to just yeah. go to the podium afterwards right right right, right. like they're like we, we'll just go on the podium afterwards and they're like she's like don't you think that's a little desperate he goes desperate he's been wanting to do this his whole fucking life desperate <laughs> what is wrong with this woman. <laughs> Since he was yeah. eight, 
since he was age zero. (laughs) (laughs) Going to Mallorca, which apparently is the worst place in the entire world. Yeah, we Um, got clowned for that. Yeah, apparently, (laughs) apparently, Mallorca is a slum, and if you go there, you're poor. (laughs) Yeah, and that's exactly why. That's exactly why Carlos Sainz has been going there with his family since he was zero years old. Is because um, they just they have no money, so it's just the cheapest place that they could ever go because they were just trying to really Uh, save a buck. That's why Carlos Sainz was going to Mallorca. But then he gets, but then he gets to go on the podium with just his team, yeah, which seems like way better than doing it with two schmucks you don't care about, right? But it is, it's such a, it's such a slippery science move to like not be to like that's how he gets his first podium. He and he he gets two podiums like that, like in his career on a technicality, a, yeah. And after the fact, where he doesn't even get to celebrate, like in the actual like proper ceremony, <laughs> it's he such is, a, like a backdoor like, move. It's such like a like a clip, yeah. like. Listen, listen, I don't like calling him smooth operator because that's what he calls himself. Yeah. <laughs> I like calling him slippery signs. Yeah, slippery signs. <laughs> you, you know that Migos song? Which one? Slippery. Excuse me. Please me. I'm a, a believe me. Believe me. Yeah. Get because I'm flexing Rari's. It's got Rari's in the title. Oh, anyway. shit. Fuck yeah, dude. You can. Anyway. Slippery. Yeah, dude. She numbing me. That tongue on me. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Gasly gets P2. Science gets that P3. And uh, and then we're kind of in the denouement of, uh, of, of this show and of season and two. Goes, what about everyone else? It puts a title like, what about random other people? <laughs> and it just has <laughs> random things. Like, things yeah. that, like, got, that they almost left on the cutting room floor, didn't know what to do with, and they were like, oh, let's just put it here. Yeah, Daniel have- Daniel Kvyat saying um, it's like oh, that's, that's that's Netflix. So they can fuck off because they ignored me the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> that was iconic. Ricardo signing Lando's back with a dick. Did you see <laughs> I that? Miss that. I missed that. You missed that. that. See, Daniel Ricardo fucking signed his name on 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 Lando Norris's shirt and drew a dick with it. <laughs> i mean uh if that i mean it's high school he's he's the, he's the high school class clown bully yes uh um lewis saying it was the hardest year of his the hardest year yeah what a hard year it was for him it's like oh, you don't even know what's coming to you and then also in class almost one of the last things that was said in the whole season was Kimmy Riken and saying yet this is more like a hobby for me so I don't have to do it if I don't want <laughs> and then he drove for two more fucking years <laughs> two more what years what the fuck <laughs> it's like Dude, this was your attitude f- three years ago <laughs> people these young guys are just like dying for a ch- for a chance yes it literally Hulkenberg would make their whole lives the they could sport. just be in, in formula one for one race it, it like it it's it's their whole life because this is a hobby and he's not even good at this point <laughs> he's just a hobby I don't yeah give, i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> I really don't give a shit. So. I really don't give a shit. And then, um, and then they have like Lewis at the factory, yeah. And they're like having everyone thank Lewis and cheering him, and he's just he's just filming it on his phone. I know. It's like you guys are all just content. I know, but it's, it's also funny that they're like, like, okay, let's get you in and out because like the, they're gonna mob you. It's like, wait, yeah. who? Like your fellow employees? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these these motherfuckers are gonna want a piece of you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
it's like they treat him like it's the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's fucking season two. Um, yep. fucking <laughs> limping to the finish line like Alex Albon. <laughs> yeah. So as Brian would like to, as Brian often says, so season two, we did that one. Yeah, uh, so season two, we did that. We're going to do season three at some point. We're not exactly sure what our next episode's going to be, but you know what? Fucking stay tuned because we've got some, we have some really fucking fun stuff planned. We've got some good le- guests that we're, that we're trying to arrange some time with. And um, yeah, we're going to keep, we're going to keep fucking feeding you. We're going to keep fucking feeding, feeding the, the masses, chumming the fucking water on your <laughs> F1 content. Um, stay fucking sexy, bankers. Bye, bankers. Bye.